Calling out to the Itascacita community, it's time for your Itascacita Library Advanced Copy. Get your notes and news now. Hello, Itascacita Branch Library community. Welcome to your advanced copy. It is December 2nd, 2022. Can you believe it is the last month of 2022? Time sure flies when you're waiting for a meeting room to complete. But the meeting room itself is well on its way to completion, except for that large piece of machinery, the air handler. We're still waiting on those parts there, but as you can tell, there's a lot of progress that's happened on the inside over the past month. We've had some tiling put down. We have shelves placed. Our wonder kits have moved. Our magazines are back and more easily accessible than they were before. So we are starting to look close to where we're going to be at the end of this entire process. We appreciate your patience as we continue to make those steps forward to improve the library for you. You may remember that last year, some of our staff got together and made some predictions about 2022. So how did they do? Well, we'll find out as they visit their predictions of last year for this year and try to make some new ones for this coming 2023. Well, tis the season for predictions. But before we get into our 2023 predictions, we're actually going to go over our 2022 predictions from last year and talk about some of the things that kind of blindsided us and surprised us for 2022. Hi, I'm Miss Darla. I'm Kimberly. I'm Janelle. And I'm Daniel. And we're going to start out by looking back at 2022, what we predicted for 2022 in 2021. Our very first one was one that came true, and it was we would have a fantastic summer reading program. Ooh, that was great. Ooh. We topped the charts in registrations, in completions, and awesome programs. So what were y'all kind of, one of the things that highlights of summer reading this year? Well, uh, I predicted I would have fun with the decorations, and I really, really did have some fun. Yeah, I think that was my most immersive thing. And it wasn't just me. I, a lot of different, you know, staff members here put in stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, you really knocked out of the park. I mean, it was amazing. Thank Everything you. from, yeah. you know, finding Waldo underneath the sea. <laughs> yes. to the, Janelle uh, made that for me. Oh, yeah. Yes, you did. Thank it was my idea, but I asked you to to make it for me. Yeah. Having the Canva yellow submarine <laughs> yes. on, the, on the tarp. Oh, Brie yeah. made that. Yeah. Brianna made yeah. that. And you helped out with yeah. putting things together. Well, trying to keep it from falling primarily. Yeah. That was primarily my job was <laughs> running around trying to keep it up. <laughs> I think it's probably one of our best, our most decorated summer readings and so gorgeous. This is an easy theme to do. I mean, yes. it's ocean. Where are you going to go with yes. it? It's easy to go it's, with that. It was fun. We ran, everybody ran with it and it looked amazing. Yes. Mm -hmm. And our programs, getting back to normal and getting back to seeing people in the library, seeing kids and for us, you know, in the teen services, having all the teens come back and, you know, not just one or two, but so many other ones and new ones. We are so happy to see our new teens are, that have joined our program. Yes. So it was a lot of fun. It was a blast. I would say my favorite that we did was a new one, which was Nerf Force. Yeah. That was uh -huh. such a fun experience. <laughs> and for the record, if you find a Nerf target around, uh, just hand it back to the desk because we are still finding those things. How many of those things did we start out with? We own 1,500 of them, but we I don't know how many we handed out because we only handed out 10 
for each nerf. So we're not sure exactly how many got shot because not all of them returned to us. So it was a lot of fun. We are going to be doing it next year. And it is a teen and adult program. So adults, you can join and face off against the teens in our nerf battle. You know, we did have one adult come and it was a parent of one of the teens that came. And he was just like, nah, I'm going to duck out because all the kids are going to go after the dad. Yeah. So, and and <laughs> it was the same with the staff members. Any staff oh, yeah. member, we got shot quite oh, we a, got a few oh, times. shot repeatedly. And I was supposed to be the judge. And I was like, okay, guys, I'm just going to get, I just started picking up and, and going after people because I'm like, no. So that was awesome. It and was a lot of fun. Well, they have a Nerf Phaser coming out next year. Ooh. So with the Star Trek IP. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> And one of the predictions that did not come true was that our new meeting room would be open in time for summer reading. Yeah, that was my prediction. Uh, That was crazily a bad prediction. I had high hopes. I think we all thought that it would be open and that we would be finished with our construction. We're still waiting. So that was the one thing that did not come true. But we all had hopes. So Eagerly waiting. We will eagerly await it for next summer. We did a lot of media predictions, so we'll go through some of those. And the first one is Cowboy Bebop. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't watch it. Once again, high hopes. Yeah. I saw two episodes and I was done. And it was so hard to not compare it to the anime. Exactly. But also, like, I try to view it in a way that I didn't watch the anime. Like, Mm -hmm. totally try to separate it from that. It was still not so great. <laughs> Even as a standalone, it, it didn't exactly click. Yeah. And that's what's kind of sad. And it's bad because new viewers who've never seen the anime will then go away with an impression of, oh, this is what this is. And it's not really. We also talked about Sony Crunchyroll Funimation, which happened. We still have access to Crunchyroll at the library, so Club Anime, we can still watch anime at this moment. That may change any minute now. But there has been a lot of consolidation in not just anime, but in media. And now we have a million streaming services. Everybody has their own streaming service. Mm -hmm. But eventually that may start to merge into, I think we talked about last time, it reinventing cable. Oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Eventually everything will merge and you'll be back to where you were. So Daniel was really looking forward to Wheel of Time. So I watched three episodes and I put that on pause. It was fun. There were a lot of things where I would look over my significant other and go, ooh, ooh, ooh. And then she'd hit me. (laughs) Because she has not read the books. And there are a lot of little things. They changed some things up very, very quickly. Like the first episode, one of the characters, they've all aged them up. And he has a wife. And it's like, oh, but him getting married and finding a wife is a major plot point for books 7 through 16, 20-ish. Ooh. Yeah, and they did sell with that, and it's like, well, I'm interested to see where they go. They're supposed to come out with a second season, so eventually I will catch up and probably learn, have to learn not to go, ooh, 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 look this one detail while we're watching the show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes they age characters up just because some things are kind of, ooh. You know, in Game of Thrones, they aged up Daenerys because she was 13 when she got married. And right. They were doing things that are appropriate for medieval yes. time, but are inappropriate for 20th century yes. TV audience. Well, another one of our predictions in a similar vein, speaking of Game of Thrones, is that we predicted that Winds of Winter would finally be out. And <laughs> George, <clears throat> once again, 
it just, it, I mean, I'm not disappointed because I expected it not to be out, but maybe by next year. <laughs> Are you making a prediction now that it's going a to come prediction out? Prediction now. I'll keep doing that until until that glorious you know, day. Till the, <laughs> till the end of time, that Winds of Winter will be out. It should be out like three days before that. Yes. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> and oh, and Kimberly was excited about Top Gun too. Yes, and it was everything I could have hoped for. So I went to see it in IMAX with my dad. I had said in the previous podcast that I had bought the tickets to go see it in March of 2020, which obviously didn't happen. So it came out over the summer in like late May. So we bought IMAX tickets again, went, took my dad, and it was absolutely phenomenal, especially the last sequence, which if you have not seen it, I will not give it away. But there's a whole action sequence at the end that just really, really made the movie. It didn't take anything away from the old one. It honored the original so much so that our branch manager, who does not like uh, Tom Cruise very much, but likes Top Gun, the original one, I kept pestering her and convincing her and telling her all these wonderful things about it without giving it away. So naturally she cheated and looked it up on the internet anyways. Um, <laughs> but uh, she watched it and this very morning she told me how wonderful it was and she had no complaints, oh. which I was like, yes, <laughs> it's great. Nice. So... Uh, Highly, highly recommend it. I cannot tell you how many times I watched it because we bought it the day it came out. <laughs> we watched it. I watched it constantly. <laughs> it's all. It's always on in the background. I swear. But yeah, it was absolutely fantastic, and I highly recommend it. It's great, and hopefully we'll get copies of it at the library soon. Yes, I'm sure we will. Yeah. It. Uh, it's now in Redbox. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it should be coming to dvd like regular celebrate the new year yeah probably actually they probably should release it by christmas i'm sure that would be a top selling christmas gift yeah 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 it'll be a new christmas movie so and speaking of movies dune came out what are your dune was excellent and wonderful and i love the david lynch one i love the weirdness of it but it Mm -hmm. is nice to have a movie that i can watch and not have to pause and explain all the things that are going on Exactly. All, all, all the world building that, you know, the, the one scene does. It does an excellent job of world building. Uh, it's one of those I saw in the theater. I highly recommend it. It's for the, the scope of just a landscape. You need a screen that big. Mm-hmm. To really kind of let the feeling of, yes, this is a vastness. And then the next one should be coming out in uh, 2023. I think so. Yeah. I think so. So they'll, they'll finish that up. And I hope they start doing the other ones as well. That's anyone who came to my Dune program uh, yes. knows that the uh, second Dune book is the coda to the first and actually sums up the main character's plot and talks about the dangers of charismatic leadership that, you know, Hubert was hyping on. I think they're filming like concurrently, which means they're just continuously filming. So I think that it will be out in 2023 and they'll keep moving forward with it. So I was very happy with it. And I won an Oscar or a few. One thing that didn't happen this year that will hopefully happen in 23 is the live-action Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. They have, do they, I don't know if they have a release date yet, or they're still in post-production. Um, I'm not sure what the release date is, but as far as I know, season one is done. Like, they're done filming it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully next year we'll get to see it on Netflix. It might be in 2024, but... It has such an outstanding cast. Oh, yeah. That I have high, high hopes for it. We say high hopes so much. Another prediction that came true is things getting back to normal and our rise in 
travel, movie attendance, libraries, even though COVID is still here and now we have got flu and RSV and stuff, people have learned to adjust and make adjustments. And so it looked like that there was a record travel season, especially this weekend. This we are fil- we are recording this the Monday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it seems like movie attendance has bounced back. Everything else is starting to bounce back. I say concerts too. Yes, I'm going to my first concert in January. And they do still have COVID, you know, masking regulations because the artists are coming from overseas and they don't want them to get sick while they're here, which I'm fine. But yeah, concerts are huge. The whole Taylor Swift thing with tickets selling out before they even went to the general public. It's been nice getting back to some semblance. One of the things I predicted is that Bitcoin would kind of see some regulation. That didn't happen (laughs) again. Uh, And Bitcoin kind of had a little bit of a slide I have in my notes here that the price in November of 2021 when we recorded it was 65,000. And a few days ago when I checked, it was 16,000. So Especially with some of the other cryptos, you know, blowing up and melting mm-hmm. down from not having enough solvency. Oh, exactly. That, yeah, it's time to readjust the market a little. So who knows if we will get any kind of government regulation or not out of it. And another one we did was Daniel's prediction about the Texans. <laughs> you said Houston. <laughs> the Houston, Houston, the Houston, Houston Texans. Houston. So, well, yeah, you said Houston. So the, the technically, Houston. we went to the Super Bowl. Uh, World Series. World Series. Sports, the sports ball the, thing the, the that Astros we won. The Astros went to the World Series and we won, <laughs> yes. Clobbered yes. them. So you were off awesome. of just a different kind of ball. But you so had, someday. Your prediction wasn't clear enough, so, you know. And someday the other sports ball teams will win. And sports day. balls. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Although I, I like the, the other ones that don't get mentioned, all the, the soccer out there. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The one thing we haven't won has been soccer and football. Both of the footballs. So football we, and we, football. we aren't good at footballs in Houston, but apparently, you know, basketball and baseball, we are at least championships in those. So maybe at some point we will get the footballs back. The World Series was a lot of fun to watch. It was. And the rivalry and all the things that happened. And the whole Mattress <laughs> Mac controversy. That was the one thing Philadelphia learned. You don't mess with Mattress Mac in Houston. So, those were all our predictions from last year. What are some things that surprised you in 2022? Well, we were looking through a list of the Oscar nominations and stuff. And so, I looked at the list. I was like, wait, Will Smith is on this list again? After the uh, smack heard around the world? Mm -hmm. Technically, he's banned from the ceremony. He's not banned from being nominated. But does that mean that that they would give him the Oscar? Technically, he could win. He couldn't go accept it. It would probably be like a virtual, yeah, I don't know if they would allow him to do it virtual or they, you know, they have accepted it on behalf of other people where someone yeah. has walked up and I'm accepting this on behalf of and walked off. They probably will not give him his moment in the spotlight. Okay. So in the spirit of making predictions, if Will Smith were to win, I think it'd be awesome and kind of funny if uh, Chris Rock accepted it on his behalf. <laughs> That might be a good moment for them to, you know. A redeeming moment. Yeah, to to put things back together and and get past that. Not that I've actually heard of the movie he's in, but okay. Emancipation? Emancipation. Most of the lists on this movie, other than Top Gun, I have never actually heard of. 
Some of them aren't even out yet. Is the Fablemans out? Did that come out this weekend? Or uh, There are trailers for it. Okay. I don't know if it's out yet. That tells you how much mm-hmm. I pay attention to Oscar. Well, these are predictions movies. and not the actual right. nominations. So, but I, that is one movie I'm looking forward to is the Fablemans. Because if people, if you don't know, it is actually kind of the story of Steven Spielberg and how he became a film director when he was a kid. His parents got him a film camera and he started making movies with his friends. So... It came out November 11th of oh, this year. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it was Just in a few weeks. Well, one of the things I was surprised of this year is I went to the Texas Library Association convention, and for the first time ever, we actually had protesters. A lot of people have heard about the banning of books, Banned Book Week. We usually emphasize that. We highlight Banned Book Week. But there's been a lot of controversy in Texas over the right to read and what books are appropriate in school libraries and public libraries. So I was a little shocked when I got there and there were actually protesters. There were people that hijacked our Twitter. Uh, I actually had to go through security when Dr. Ibram X. Kendi had a keynote speech. I've never had to go through a pat down at a library convention. So I, we appreciate our patrons. And if you're listening, you probably love us. But just be aware, there are some people out there that want books that represent their viewpoint in libraries and not everybody's viewpoint. So I felt really felt like the freedom to read was kind of under attack this year by a small group of people. So if you support the library, you know, let your congressmen, senators, local representatives, school board members know that you... Neighbors, friends. Support us, yes. That guy down the street. Exactly. I run into people at the stores. There's a lady that lives down the street from me that comes in the library, and every time she sees me at the store or whatever, she's like, it's the library lady. One thing that was a good moment was, I was already looking forward to Encanto, but it was one of those movies that I thought, well, even though it is Disney, will it be that big of a hit? And then... Surprise. And then the Bruno song came along, and it went viral. But wait, we don't talk about him. We don't talk about Bruno. No, 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 no. (laughs) Oh, we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> I actually watched that last night with my sister because she hadn't seen it. You know, it was one of those movies that, you know, especially when the whole villain is family trauma. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> you know, yeah. the response to it I thought was kind of overwhelming, not just because of the memes, but because the, the, the storyline. <laughs> uh, it was on last year's. It was actually oh, nominated okay. last year because it came out before... Technically, it was a hit in 2022, but I think it came out in 2021, like this time last year. But it was very, didn't really hit until then. So I enjoyed it. I loved it. Uh, Oh, for Trunk or Treat, there was a a girl that dressed up as, um, what's the main character? Mirabelle? Mirabelle. Mirabelle. Yeah, I was so happy to see her dressed up in the costume. I was like, oh, it's you. So cute. It's like, I love your outfit. <laughs> Anything else that surprised you in 2022? We can go for some serious yes. thing, and that is uh, the second invasion of Ukraine by Russia. Uh, because if you remember, they invaded and took the Crimea province, you know, mm-hmm. a few years ago. And Putin said, no, no, that's it. I'm just going to take mm-hmm. this and nothing else. And, you know, then started doing maneuvers. You cannot see the quotes I'm making with my hands. <laughs> and he said, I'm, we're not going to invade. More quotes in there. And then surprisingly, just like they did before, they invaded again. And so I have a prediction that, unfortunately, that's going to be ongoing for the next year, if not several yeah. bogged down years. I think it was going to be a continuous problem. So, yeah, that one did kind of blindside me because I was, you know, I have a friend that lives in Latvia. 
And um, immediately she contacted me and she was kind of like, we are really kind of worried. And if you don't know, Latvia is near Poland and really close to the Ukraine. Right. It was a so, former Soviet republic. Yes. Yeah. After the Soviet Union collapsed, then joined NATO because they were tired of being repass- or repressed. And- yes. So it was, it's been a very, it's been a very scary time because it's, so I can go with something happy after that. that yes. Yes. I'll talk about my dog. Because we got Yay! a dog. And technically Yay! that was, yeah, last year in October. But it was a, a rehome from a good friend of ours who were looking to move and didn't want to move with, you know, lots of children and lots of animals. And we found a dog that fit our personalities and, you know, activity level. And now we have problems with her jumping up in, in bed to get her mom up in the morning. <laughs> She's an alarm clock dog. It's it's just gonna be, uh, you know time to be petted now and see what you know my human people are doing. I have similar issues. Last October, I also adopted uh, a new one, and then uh, this September we adopted another one. So now I have two dogs in the house again, and the new one is more of a puppy, and it is pretty predictable that uh, she will wake you up by seven thirty, no later. <laughs> it's uh struggles with puppies. I've never had a dog that's so destructive in my life. <laughs> she, was on a, she killed a remote control the other day. Oh. She almost killed herself on Thanksgiving Day. She um, ran right into a pool at my sister-in-law's mm-hmm. house. So I think uh, my prediction is I'm going to be struggling to keep this dog alive for the next oh. year. <laughs> she's just curious. To be fair, she is very curious. And even though she's two and adopted... There's a lot of puppy left in that dog, and it's going to be some serious training. Hardcore training. I've never had to put a baby gate around my Christmas tree. No, no. But I'm afraid for my Christmas tree and the ornaments that are on it Mm -hmm. and the gifts that are under it. (laughs) So what are your predictions for 2023, and what are some things you're looking forward to in 2023? Actually getting a meeting room. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yes. And the AV room. Yes, AV room, and a study, study room, room, two study rooms. Yes. yes. Being able to use all the rooms that we have and not just use them to store random bits of construction yep. and hopes and dreams. <laughs> hopes and dreams are stuck in the, <laughs> in the study we are, rooms. We are just in limbo right now. So, yes, I'm looking forward to being able. Right now we're, we're actually recording in the meeting room, which is most of you have been in the meeting room know it's huge, so not the best space to record in. So, yes, the AV club room will give us some places to do that and I'm looking forward to getting the windows on the back wall because we lost all the windows when we got the new construction zones or we have one window in the far back corner we're supposed to get windows up on the back walls and that'll be great if when it ever happens and we have some I have a special secret project that can't launch until they knock through that wall because it's up against that wall so stay tuned and find out it's going to be happening in the back corner of the library. but So we do have a lot of really cool stuff in store for 2023. So you just kind of have to check out our newsletter or go to hcpl.net for that. Or listen to our podcast. Listen to our podcast. We will talk about that. <laughs> or we're also going to be launching a new teen program. Actually, it's going to be a teen and also adults can come. And there will be social media, there will be social media aspects of it so that you can watch videos called Level Up Your Life Skills. We're going to be covering things like money, food, car repair, all kinds of things that you need. Used to be called adulting, but that term's kind of gone out of uh, vogue. So 
keep an eye out for your Level Up Your Life Skills programs on live and on social media. That's something to look forward to in 2023. I'm looking forward to doing more traveling next year. Ooh. As well, uh, right now, planning to go up to uh, Canada and tour the Ooh. home of the lady who wrote Anna Green Gables. <gasps> that is so oh, awesome. That's a dream trip for me, too. Oh, that's odd. That's wonderful. You're going to have so much fun. When, when you travel with a librarian and a person who works at a library, what do you do? You do books. Yes. Shameless libraries. Uh, Okay, here's a shameless plug for uh, the book Habit in January. It's Anne of Green Gables. What? <laughs> yes. I found a uh, graphic novel manga version Ooh, of it, cool. which I had never seen before. And it's, I haven't actually sat down and read it, but I've read Anne of Green Gables multiple right. times. And I flipped through it. And it looks like it's a perfect, you know, adaptation, really. Yeah, shameless I'm, I'm plug. Sure, I'm sure I'll be reading that. I'm sure I'll be re-listening to the audiobook yes. and re-watching the original movie set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the um, Netflix, Netflix yeah. version. No. No, I like seeing the actors from uh, Kids in the Hall pop up in random Canadian Yes. Films. Well, I'm going to my first concert in January of 2023. Uh, I'm so excited because it's a K-pop band, an actual band. They play instruments called In Flying. And I've been following them since 2015. This is the first time they've ever toured America. So I'm really, really excited because two of them are going into the mandatory military service in February. So this will be maybe my last chance to see them for another three, two, three years. So I'm very, very excited about it. I got an outfit this weekend that actually matches one of their music videos. So I'm very excited and I'm very excited to get back into going to concerts because I really kind of hesitated, especially this is a uh, standing room only type. One of my not necessarily predictions, but hopes for 2023 is that we keep moving forward with social progress, that, you know, people are becoming more accepting of other people, kind to other people. That's always good. That's just one of those things. Everyone should be nicer to each other. Attack on Titan final season part three will come out in 2023. And because... I already read the manga. The anime watchers, they might get their hearts broken more. Mm. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't I, know. I don't want to say I, too much. With that show, I don't know. Every other episode, they just break your heart. Ooh, I, w- I would like to say a note to Pat- Patrick Rothfuss out there, if you're listening. I need you to finish your book. The Dwarf Stone. Yes, I've been waiting that for years and years and years. I would like to reread your books yet again, because they're wonderful. Including the little... What, the slow regard for silent things? Okay, I have a prediction I just thought of. Now, to be fair, I have not personally watched the show in about a year because I've just been really unsatisfied with where it was going. But Grey's Anatomy, Mm -hmm. I understand that Meredith left. So Grey, Meredith Grey left Grey's Anatomy. You do not want to watch this season. I will tell you this right now. I don't think the show is going to last much longer. Now that she's gone, Mm -hmm. honestly, they should have ended it after Dr. Shepard died. (laughs) I think that would have been a good point, I think. Just kidding. Uh, That happened so many years ago. Like seven years ago. Was he Scruffy and Scruffers? Oh, no. Okay. A call out to a movie that I think handled it lovely is the new Knives Out, The Last Onion. So, Mm -hmm. and they have a scene with Daniel Craig playing the detective and where he is playing Among Us with a whole bunch of other (laughs) (laughs) detectives and Sherlockians and you look at it and it just flashes on the screen and you're like, is that who I think it is? Is he playing Among Us with them? And it is 
some spoiler for it, but it is a wonderful little jewel of a thing. We're like, oh. Ooh, here's another prediction. So I don't know what the release date is, but I read that, you know how they made all these classic video game consoles? So they made the, cla- the Nintendo Classic and the Super Nintendo Classic. Mm-hmm. The N64 is really my generation's game. I had the I had the classic original one, but I was pretty young. Super Nintendo I had, and I played a lot. The N64 that came out in the late 90s, that was the big one. And the big games that came out, the biggest one, I think, was 007 GoldenEye. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And they're bringing <laughs> yes. that to Nintendo Switch Online. Oh. I don't have a membership when that comes out. I will have a membership. And I think all the people who are roughly my age are going to get it, too. I'm I'm thinking of the temple level with the uh, RPG 90s dual-wheeled. Yes, running around with with my friends. Yes. Where we're all sitting in the same room. Yes. Yes. That and Pilot Wings. That was my Mm -hmm. favorite game, personally. But I like to play boring games. (laughs) Other than 007. I'm looking forward to that coming out. So I think it's going to be a big year for Nintendo. Switch online. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. I wonder if we'll be doing a program on the history of Nintendo and Mario this summer. Oh, I see. I see. Ooh, yes. That would be wonderful. So those are our predictions for 2023 and our look back at 2022. And we just want to wish you Happy, Happy New, New Year! Year. Let all acquaintance <laughs> be forgotten, never brought to mind don't know the words to the song <laughs> i just know the tune and rhyme so we're going to sign off i'm miss darla i'm kimberly i'm janelle and i'm daniel and happy new year happy new year happy new year Woo-hoo. now that we've had our 2023 predictions let's join pj as there are some really exciting stuff going on in the world of sports right now Hey guys, this is PJ, and today I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite sporting events that's happening right now. That's the World Cup. If you do not know, I am a diehard, diehard soccer fan. I absolutely love soccer, and my favorite time is World Cup time. So let's start off with just some of my thoughts about this. This World Cup has been very unpredictable and very surprising. Teams that I thought would have won easily have not. In fact, some of them have lost. And other teams that I thought would have never won have been able to just win. One of those teams being Iran. Actually, Iran right now is in the second position and might actually end up going through over the United States. The United States and Iran will play tomorrow, so here's hoping that the USA can get a win, because if not, we will be eliminated. I do want to talk about Iran, however, and I want to say that, first of all, Iran made two goals against England. England. Now, England right now is ranked number six. Iran is not ranked nearly on the top. So that was a huge surprise. Also, I want to say I thought it was really awesome that the Iranian soccer players protested by not singing their anthem because of all the violence and the protests that are going on in Iran. Germany has also protested in their own way, as has Denmark, because of the host country, which is the first nation to go home. A couple of other things. Senegal versus the Netherlands. Once again, I thought the Netherlands was going to have this in the bag, but... And they did. They ended up beating Senegal, but it 
came after late goals. U.S. versus Wales. I don't know what happened to the U.S. team. We should have won that, guys. We should have won it. But we did a draw. You know, let's talk about U.S. versus England. That was such an amazing game. Yes, we drew. But let's face it. That was basically a win for us because England beat Iran 6-2. Now, I do find it surprising that Iran was able to make two goals, but England did end up winning. Everybody thought that England was going to beat the United States, but our men proved them wrong. And so now the U.S. is going up against Iran, and it's really crucial that we get this win because if not, the United States does exit the World Cup, and that's definitely not how we want to exit. Belgium lost to Morocco. Costa Rica beat Japan. I mean, guys, I am so excited about this World Cup. It is so unpredictable. I will say right now, I think the three teams that could possibly win it all are Spain, Germany, and Brazil. Never, never go against Brazil. It's like they have a soccer gene in them. It's insane. They're great. In fact, one of the best goals that I've seen so far is by uh, Richarlson of Brazil. That was an amazing goal. He did a bike kick, and I love bike kicks. Oh, I have to give out a shout-out to Japan. Japan and their soccer players and their people in general. You know, a lot of stories have been coming out about how the Japanese have been cleaning the stadiums after the games. The Japanese players left their locker room nice and tidy and even ended up making cranes, origami cranes. I mean, the Japanese people are just beautiful people. My heart goes out to Japan. I'm sad that they lost against Costa Rica because Japanese people are very sweet, cleaning after themselves. It's just a wonderful thing. We really do need more, more of that in the world, you know? All right, and then let's also talk about Messi. So Messi ended up making, if I'm not mistaken, two goals against Mexico, which was heartbreaking for me. But yeah, Argentina just did not do good in the first game, so they really needed this. So as it stands right now, we are looking at the Netherlands and Ecuador moving on, England and Iran moving on. So once again, the USA has got to win Iran, or has to beat Iran. Poland and Argentina moving on. Then you have France and Australia moving on, which is surprising because Denmark has not been showing up. I really thought Denmark was going to move on, but I guess not. In the Group E, we've got Spain and Japan, which is also very surprising because Germany is not on the top. But I still have faith in Germany, and I just... I mean, they're a powerhouse, they still have Thomas Mueller, and that game between Spain and Germany was so intense that I'm going to say Germany's going to go through. They're going to find a way to go through. Um, then you have Croatia and Morocco. Morocco ended up being Belgium, which is so insane to me. This is what makes the World Cup fascinating to me. Group G, you've got, of course, Brazil and Switzerland, which as we speak... Brazil and Switzerland are playing, so we'll have to see how that ends. And then Group H, you've got Portugal and Ghana. Ghana has been just such an amazing surprise, too, because I actually would have thought that it would have been Portugal and Uruguay moving on. Um, now, there is still a chance. There is still a chance. But as of right now, these are the teams that would be moving on. 
I think a lot of it is up to the players and how much they want to move on. And there's a lot of intensity here. But anyways, guys, hope you enjoy this little chit chat, my thoughts on the World Cup. Um, we'll have to wait and see how things go. It does end December the 18th. Once again, I am hoping that the United States can can get a win tomorrow. Yeah, let me know who you think is gonna win it all. I don't know at this point, to tell you the truth. Part of me thinks it's Spain, but then honestly, I don't know. This World Cup has been so insane and unpredictable that I think I have to see a little bit more of each team to really get an idea of who I think is gonna win. So if you guys are into soccer as much as I am, I wanna know who you think is gonna win the World Cup. Before I go, once again, I'm giving a shout out to the United States. Come on, men, you've got this. Let's make it to the second round. Bye, guys. Tis the season for some really fun and fantastic programming going on at the Atascacita branch. Don't miss out. December 9th, a Friday at 4.30, it's holiday cookie decorating with the Sweet Habit. Do you remember the cookies that we had for our 25th anniversary? The Sweet Habit is a local baker who made those cookies for us, and she is going to share some of her time and talents with a few of our patrons to design some cookies for the holidays. Now, this will require registration because it is a limited space. But in the class, adults and teens will learn to design two festive cookies with professional baker Tina of the Sweet Habit. Register online at hcpl.net slash events slash 71028. This again is Friday, December 9th from 4.30 until 6.00. The spaces are limited, so registration is required for holiday cookie decorating with the Sweet Habit. We also have down-to-earth clay crafts. This program is open to adults, so ages 18 and over. It's a recurring program. It happens the second Tuesday of each month at 6.30 p.m. Registration is required so that we make sure we have enough supplies for those who want to attend. And this is a hand-building experience program. They use air-dry clay to make an array of crafts that are functional and decorative. Registration opens December 6th, and this is for the Tuesday, December 13th program at 6.30 p.m. That is down-to-earth clay crafts. Teens, do not miss out on Snowball Fight 7, The Snow Awakens. That's right, the snowball fight for our teens and young adults is back after three years. Can you survive the snow battle of all battles? No matter how warm it is, bring some gloves because we will have real snowballs. After the battle, relax with hot cocoa, cookies, and games. Now, permission slips are required for the snowball fight, and they will be available on December 1st. This program is for teens in middle and high school. That is Snowball Fight 7, The Snow Awakens, Thursday, December 15th at 4.30 p.m. Daniel brings us another great pre-recorded program, for our social media pages, this will be the history of board games. 
It will be presented on December 16th, and that gets posted on our social media, learning about board games and how they came about. So Daniel is going to teach us all about the history of some pretty popular board games. That's December 16th. We will post that recording on our social media pages like Facebook and Instagram. Teens, coming to the end of the year, and we have Just Dance Dance Party, December 28th, from 3 until 5. Get off the couch and just dance. Join us for an afternoon of Just Dance. Now, liability forms are required and are available at the front desk. The program is for teens in middle and high school And that is Wednesday, December 28th at 3 p.m., the Just Dance Dance Party. But the fun does not end. We have December 29th, the very next day. It is Gamers New Year's Eve, Eve, Eve. That's right, December 29th at 6 p.m. Ring in 2023 and say good riddance to 2022 with your favorite games. At 7 p.m., they'll count down and toast to the new year with sparkling grape juice. This program is for teens in middle and high school. It is Gamers New Year's Eve, 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 December 29th at 6 p.m. Please note, the library will close early on December 22nd. We will close at 5 p.m. and then be closed December 23rd through the 26th. You can keep current with all the opening hours of the library during this holiday season at hcpl.net. Thank you for joining us here at Atascacita Branch Library's Advanced Copy. If you like this program and you wish to share it with others, we hope that you do. Like and subscribe, leave us a comment, and we will hopefully bring back some more information for you next month. You've been listening to Atascacita Library Advanced Copy. Find information on media used and resources mentioned on our podcast webpage. This podcast is produced by the staff of Atascacita Branch Library, a part of the Harris County Public Library System. Funds for the podcast are provided by a grant from Best Buy through the Friends of Atascacita Library. Find out more about this 501c3 organization at fol.ws. That's F-O-A-L dot W-S.